Hello everyone and welcome back to the, I don't know what number this is. This is like number four, uh, number four, number four. Number four ep- fourth episode of the Spilled Milk podcast. And as today, we are not joined by Anonymous Babe. We are no- joined by, go on, share your name. The ads, 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 you know what I mean? Rob, that's ads. already been taken. Who? By who? Young ad, 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 ads. Yeah, man. It's not triple ads. Is it not? Listen, he listen. was popping back in the day, but it's now time Can for I you take to... take it? Yeah, take it. Uh, I don't think it's... Listen, I'm claiming odd, odd ads. Odd, odd ads. ads. Okay, your odd ads. Okay. All right, all right. You if you guys what? remember him... Don't judge me. All right. Meanwhile, she's just a little hijabi. But all right, anyway. Yeah, so today we're going to be... We're, what, well, we have quite a lot to talk about today. Um, like we said, you guys like juicier topics, but today we're going we're gonna to bring some substance we're and some instrument. some academia. Academia into this. So... Adila, what university do you go to and what do you study? Um, I go to... So, hi guys, my name is... <laughs> like, genuine name. Ads. <laughs> um, it, my name is Adila um, and I go to UCL, like, knows her. Yeah, we... And yeah. yeah, so we go to UCL. Um, Adila studies history. And I study history. I study history and philosophy of science. I feel like my experience with my degree is, like, a whole other discussion because everyone's going to be like, what the hell they... Like, you know... No, no I mean, it's, it's relevant because we're talking as... Um, students in the humanities okay yeah so yeah. this essentially yeah so i'll introduce you kind of the themes of the podcast just in case you want to log out because i know deal is quite boring anyway wow <laughs> okay i'm kidding we're actually we're recording at ucl today yeah we're t- recording at uni i told her to trek down here I even know, though there's strikes there's strikes and adila made me walk from my humble abode to like no one made you walk darling i have to go commuting commuting all right listen do you know okay. what you're paying commuting money that's what i am doing darling anyway, anyway i did so i did maths history re as well yeah and then i did biology for like the you first did year. as biology I, well i didn't get the qualification because we don't have that right i didn't get quali- i think the, i did i don't wait, know did, i swear they like, yeah they do they do but yeah anyway and then i dropped biology i was like bye why did you not why did you drop biology okay so it was between biology and re and so for me i mean i could have done biology if i wanted to but i feel like for me i felt like re was like the easy a no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Like compared to biology, felt like Ari was easier to get exactly. an A, and I hear that. No, Especially that makes sense. Especially at yeah. the sixth one that I went to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more well supported. It was well. It's not. It's not even that. Like um, f- like the a- actual A level results. Yeah. Biology work. Biology did work. Yeah, I think chemistry. I remember Zay Dele- Zainab telling me like yeah, apparently like yeah, only yeah. three people passed the class. This is what happens only when you one go. One person got an A. Yeah, apparently like one person class. as the whole class, and that's so like obviously that's another thing about going to like kind of like yeah. I feel like I was saying this because where I'm from, because we're from Ta- we're both Ta- Hamlets. Ta- I feel like I feel like the I was I always have discussion. I feel like there isn't a lot of six great six forms for like mid tier students. No, yeah. Like I feel like you just have um I was gonna say LSE. What the fuck is that college called? L A E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Like you have well, that entire academy of excellence yeah anyway um yeah so that like i feel like you have that and then that's kind of it in terms of good six forms yeah, but otherwise this, what, isn't it mts or something well, that's a new one Oh yeah, true. Like, no, but LA is, in, LA is in what? Yeah, but it's, it's in Stratford. That's Tower Hamlets. I don't care. It's well, a bit practically new, but we won't. It's not practically new. Basically, it's, isn't in, it? but it's next to Bo. All right, let's no. not get into Jack okay, regressive. Okay, yeah, but like, on, it's yeah. okay, compared to other, like, I was just saying, like, I feel like in terms of sixth forms, we don't have a lot of good sixth no, forms. We, we don't. really don't. And even if we do have decent sixth forms, they're just like, I felt, obviously, like, I feel like people say, oh, yeah, A-levels is an independent experience, mm. whatever. But I felt like in some of my classes, like, no tea, no shade to the sixth form that I went to. They were lovely people, great people. But I feel like, honestly, especially like one of my classes, yeah. like, I was so unsupported. I literally did that what, A-level by one, myself. Politics. I basically politics. did that by myself. Oh, I don't really? care. Anyone in my politics class will understand. We did that. 
oh my god they're gonna actually <laughs> we did that a-level by ourselves no one can tell me otherwise i did it by myself really that was bad. really really unsupported and i'm not saying that that's a reflection of like um the entire school it's just like do you know what i mean like no, but it's that, that kind of i don't think that type of behavior would run yeah. in a per- certain uh, oh, ca- sure. caliber yeah. of environment especially once i got to university and i tell them like oh yeah like this happened to me and this happened they're like yeah. oh but what kind of school did you go to and it's like again you don't you know what i think like i didn't realize i was underprivileged like as much as i was yeah. until i got to university yeah, like i just sure. considered a lot of things the norm like i considered like shit teachers the norm like mm-hmm. i thought like oh everyone has horrible teachers everyone has like i'm like yeah that's kind of the norm but like it shouldn't come in the way of how your education yeah. is like you can not dislike your teacher <clears throat> but it's like i dislike my teacher for like reasons that i felt like they weren't supporting me or like they weren't helping me um yeah but that's but, again exactly so like in i guess in um private or like grammar schools yeah they are support. given that support like that is like a fundamental yeah, yeah, part yeah, yeah and so because they have to be getting like, yeah they have stars, to right yeah. like with us lot in in town hamlet for example or like lower socioeconomic yeah. areas i mean like they don't care as much yeah. if the students are getting a stars like they, okay. ca- they care more about passing they care they... more about passing exactly and yeah. that makes a big difference because i noticed like people in like i remember one of my friends she goes to like a school here like literally near ucl and it's like a private school and like it? oh it's like they pay like so much money and i was just like curious because she like her school was so like small and niche and i was like oh let me just get tell me why the success rate is like 80 percent a star really? a star all a's and a star 80 yeah. percent that's a that's a statistic that I, my mind cannot even comprehend because because we're not from that, that type it's of like background. what 80 like, percent yeah. a star a all round it's not just like a one subject like all around. and i was like is that even possible and i'm like it must be possible because that's why these men this is how like they're keeping this is how wealth mm. is how this is how the rich stay rich because this is how they stay rich because i was thinking like that's mad like in, whereas with us it's like oh they got they passed like our school um did what like they they based it they're selling they market themselves based off like oh um this many people passed the a level i'm like yeah they passed the a level but how are they ever going to go into like like you can't just pass your a levels and go to a russell group like yeah. that's just not gonna happen i mean they obviously they try and help us but like there comes to a point where they only try helping certain kids yeah certain a level kids and yeah then, I mean, they want everyone to small, my sixth one was tiny yeah. compared like with my one it was quite big compa- yeah, yeah compared considering to so obviously they focused on giving the support to students that they thought you know were like bright and super cleverest. bright like they, it's like they only focus on the oxbridge students and if you're oh going anywhere God, else it's like girl yeah. you, you you're left to your own devices like <laughs> sis like it's a game to get in like you know what i mean yeah i mean yeah Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't going oxbridge yeah like they don't she care. literally had like a wall of like pictures of Oxford students like like some csi crime scene <laughs> oh yeah they used to do that like people who are gonna get into oxford like and cambridge new, like, <laughs> and it's like oh these are the people we have to be on and then yeah. they neglect everyone else like there's one boy that actually went to cambridge Joey, from an absolute king man. he's a king he worked so hard Marshall very clever you know, haven't spoken to done. Huh? Shout out to Joey for yeah. being the only kid in town to get into Cambridge. Yeah. I mean, get a kid in Surgeon Cast to for get into sure, Cambridge. Man. Gang shit. proud of you, man. But yeah. Even though he probably, like, who's the hell is this girl? I grew up with him. We just, I, no, I no, told no, you. Yeah. Me, me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that idiot. That dumb idiot. You took maths A level? Yeah. Since, did what you just say that? Have you not been listening to what I said? Not a word, hundred percent. I've not listened to a word you said. (laughs) Oh yeah, you didn't mass a level. Mass man, yeah, I know. I actually liked it, Loki. You don't can't strike me as someone does. It's because you do history now. It's because I do history, and a a lot of people like when they see me now, they either think I'm doing like STEM, like medicine, engineering, and then when they hear that I do history, they're like, 
What the hell? Do you know what's so annoying about also when you do humanities and you come from a STEM background or you did STEM A levels? It's that case of like, oh, you wasted your talent. Yeah. Oh my god. We were literally talking about that. Like, I know so many, so many people. Like, I think it was another student here. Like, a lot of. I think I was talking to a chemist, chem student yeah. here, and she was saying how like, oh, I would have done. She does chemical engineering at UCL, oh, yeah. and then she was like, oh, but if I'm like, Mariam. so if you, yeah, 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 yeah. Asking, <laughs> yeah, Mariam. She was saying like, and she was just saying if I wasn't for that, like, she was saying she felt pressured to do, um, science, and she was kind of pressured to do something STEM related. But yeah. she was like, I'm like, so if you had a choice, what would you have done? She was like history, and I'm like, that's insane to me. Like, and she was like, because it's always that kind of thing. Mm. I know maybe it's not the case for her, but. Like, I know a lot of people who are like, when they, they don't, they like STEM, they're interested in it, but they're not necessarily wanting like, to go into it. Passion. It's not their yeah. passion. And then I think it's also the case of like, you know, it's the same thing. It kind of um, parallels to what I'm going to say later about post-grad. I feel as though... Um, there's so like obviously you want to see so much change in the world and you know it's that kind of like if you be the change you want to see in the world that's fine I get that but it's like if I'm if STEM is not in me in my if I don't have a passion for it why should I do it just because it's a like it's a high paying high it's not even a high okay forget high paying it's like obviously we need more women in STEM but maybe I don't need to be that woman to be in STEM does that make sense? Yeah. And it's like, I know this is, sounds quite abstract but you know when we were talking about postgrad and I was saying like we kind of spoke about like so okay this is going to sound a bit wishy-washy but essentially what i'm saying is you know when i study at uni i'm like oh i wish there was more um color, people of color like um, yeah. doctors professors etc cetera, etc cetera. and people were like to me well why don't you do it like why don't you be the one to do it yeah. i'm like because i don't that's like academic i'm like anyway. but i don't want to be an academic that's just not my calling in life i would love to see more people of color women, female yeah, academics in sure. the field especially philosophy because philosophy is super male dominated and white mm. um I would love to see that, but I just don't think it's going to be me. And then I feel like maybe that's the point. I'm doing a disservice to myself. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. that's you're, you're not really, to be honest. I mean, it depends on how much, how, like for me, for example, like I do want to go into yeah, post, like academia. Yeah. But the thing is, I, I feel strongly about it. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. It's a, it, it's just a measurement feel. of how strongly you feel yeah. about it. Because you're going to be doing this for your whole life. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not just, you know, one year masters or this, this, that. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a lifetime. Lifetime commitment. Research, kind of all of that yeah. heavy. It's, it's hard. So, yeah. I mean, I'm still thinking about it, but like. Girl, you should better go for it. I, I mean. Need to, I need to think about it. Yeah, for me, for it's sure. like, I just kind of wrote it off. I was like, I love my degree. I do. Like, yeah. I really do love it. But I just feel like I would feel more fulfilled in a working environment well, that, in terms of more practical. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, and it's fine. But it's just like, part of me feels like, oh, no, it's like, you love this. Like, you love this. And you. I could. I think I could do it, but it's not my passion. Yeah. And But the thing is, I don't know what my passion is. And like, it's like. I'm going through my entire academic life complaining or like saying, oh, you know, there's not enough representation, blah, blah, blah. And I'm the only brown girl there. Mm. And I could be the one to actually go into it, into academia mm. so that people like me in the future don't feel so, mm. like, feel so out of place. Yeah. But I'm not doing that. Like, do you know what I mean? It's kind of like a... It's, it's yeah, a hard, it's it's a hard, hard one, it's yeah. It's a hard decision, for sure. Be- because... There's no one above us to yeah. like kind of tell us, you know, yeah. uh, whatever. And you shouldn't be doing it for your other people. Like, I shouldn't... Obviously, it's a great thing to do for someone else. Like, you should make yeah. other people feel like they belong in these spaces. That's a great thing. But it's not my job to uh, make other people feel... I don't know. I, is it my job? I mean, it is. I don't... I don't know. Well, I mean... Should we come back to that later? Yeah, we'll come back to that later. Let's come back to that later. Yeah, because I feel like that's a whole... It's a very kind of worms, topic. Yeah. And, that, and it's a very important Yeah, topic, so... Yeah. um. Okay, we'll go back to A level. So, so, so A level. So let's okay, like, so, jump yeah. to uni. Guess. Okay, so um, did you like always want to go UCL? I don't like. I don't. Did you always want to go? So, 
like so, in terms of what uni wanted to go to like type of uni I, yeah so basically i knew i had like i was staying in london basically yeah you knew you were and staying i london. really wanted to go lse really yeah, i did not know that i was like lse was like the place i feel like anyone who does humanities lse is like the goal in it i i think i well yeah kind of, kind I, of actually yeah. i don't know because a lot of people i've met have said ucl was their goal but anyway, LSE is bec- weird. It's I just weird. to cut you off. Like it's so weird because I feel like UCL was not the goal for me. So when you meet people that really wanted to be here, I'm like, wow, like damn. I know. It's <laughs> like damn, y'all live like can't relate. Yeah, no, you can't God. relate. Anyway, but um, alhamdulillah, like we it worked yeah. out. Like God's thank God, yeah. Like, yeah. It's always like that. Your plan. Uh, I love this quote. I think it was Moses. He goes, "Your plan B is someone else's plan A." Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. That's so true. Isn't it? Um. Yeah. So yeah. So I. I the reason why I wanted to go LSC is because um, they did like an international history course. Ooh. And you know me. I like, I like a bit of that international. I know my little Miss spice. Worldwide. <laughs> Miss, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> I mean, Miss Worldwide. Miss but, Worldwide. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because obviously like the history that we're taught is constantly like Eurocentric. Oh, don't even get me started. I mean, that's just girl. like the old argument. But it's make, not but even... Like, you think it's... Like, I kind of knew that it was going to be Eurocentric. But I did not know the... The, the, the depth. The depth of the... Euro- <laughs> like, insane. Why are we learning about some... I'm learning about some... I'm li- throwing shit out the window. Oh, during the Thames, like, into the Thames. Like, I thought, like... It, and it's crazy because it's also, like, a great thing. Because when you're a person of colour, you're so... Intri- you're naturally so yeah. invested in other people's histories. So you always come in with, like, an ammunition of so much... Like, you come up with so much... You have so much knowledge that perhaps, yeah. uh, perhaps a white student may not have um, explored as much. Because Do you think so? 100%. Like, for me, like, for example, Islamic history, for example, like... I walked into that class. Okay, so so just in background, I did history, like, just in modules, just to like, make it more sense. So I did history of science, obviously, because that's my degree. And then I did um, history of science from like in antiquity to yeah, enlightenment. Yeah, you didn't like it. <laughs> I was dying. Let's not even. Anyway, besides the point, literally, not even 95% of the course was spent talking about European history. And there was one lecture, no, two lectures, yeah. two lectures on anything that wasn't East, um outside of the Europe and that was Islamic science and Chinese science condensed crazy, into one lecture man. bear in mind one lecture is one hour that's that, do you know that do you know what that tells me that's like that's like saying like it doesn't we matter. don't we, we don't value yeah. like Islamic um, Islamic sciences is so Chinese science it's so deep and like probably hundreds and hundreds of, of years and of study has gone into this when when the Europeans were not were literally like down there in terms of science, dark, it was literally called the Dark Ages. It was the Dark Ages. They the Chinese and the uh, they Islamic were, Empire as well were doing bits. bits. They were doing bits. They were doing bits. And I'm not saying that I'm not. And I brought it up to the. I was like, you know, I kind of feel like you were kind of being. It's 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 like you're pampheting our entire history. That's and then it's like giving the yeah, and it's like oh, but we do care. It's just we can't do it. We can't. It's always this. Oh, but you know, this module can't right. do this. Can't do this. And I'm like, well, if you want, you can't call it like if you're. Going, okay this is i'm like that's fine if you feel like we don't have the time to cover all of that but don't don't call it the history of science call Girl. it the history of european science thank you thank i'm sorry you. there we go there let's we go case closed. Case closed. Bye. call go. it history of uh, history of european science so when i pick the module i know what i'm getting myself exactly. into don't be putting oh we're going to do islamic science and then we do like one lecture on it or like do like no we're not doing that like i'm sorry like i didn't pick them i that picked is, the module to learn yeah. about all different aspects of science not to learn european science i mean that's fine i expect that's that. fine like but it's, as in, i'm not saying the proportion is yeah, not it's not, it's not balanced it's not right yeah it's like you're literally our history is completely sidelined and i'm not saying it's my history because islamic science is picked I'm from South Asia. Like our science is no, different. No, no, but it does. It does. You're co- Muslim. Yeah, but I'm Muslim. But like, obviously, in terms, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like obviously the South Asian. Like, I've I can't. 
Oh, oh, okay. Like, the all that a- stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't like even Indian. say it. Like, Ayurveda, like, stuff like that. that. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know much about that and I should learn about that. And I should go do it by myself, in it. But it's like, I do a history of science degree. Why haven't I learned that yet? Like, I was yeah. deep in it. I was like, right, I actually don't know anything about that. I mean, obviously, they can't cover everything. Oh, my phone's popping, you know me. Anyway, so rude. Anyway, go on. Um, <laughs> um, so, what was I saying? So like, so like, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> no, but like, it's like your whole the history side, like, which is the thing is, I bring it up and they agree with me. Like, it's not like I just wanted to make out. It's not like I go up to my teacher and then he's like, no, we are only learning like Europeans. Like, we only care about white people. No, it's not like that. It's, it's just not. like, it's more why do I have to, as a first year undergrad student, say like, I kind of don't feel like this module should be called history of science if we're only going to do European yeah. science? Like, why should I say? It? Why should that even be something that I have to pick up on? Yeah, FYI. Nuz is in her second year. This oh, was yeah, last I mean, year. So this she's talking year. about experiences she's had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also did a science and religion module this year. Yeah. Oh, you need to tell me about that. Again. I mean, my teacher, my lecturer is amazing. He's such that's a, he's, good. He literally, I think that's his speciality. Like, speciality, like that's speciality. his niche. Speciality. Like, he's like his, his, his niche, yeah. He does Islamic point history, of research. yeah. Wow. So I feel like I don't feel, again, I feel like he's just more following the module layout. Like, he's, mm-hmm. I feel like if it was up to him, he would do everything because he loves that topic. Oh, for sure, topic. yeah. And no, I'm but sure a lot of them would, yeah. Yeah, it's like, they, I'm sure they would have. It's just a case of they have to follow a certain layout oh, yeah. when they teach Yeah, for sure. But yeah, no. <laughs> we keep moving back to A levels to you. Oh, see, this is what I mean. It's just not an interesting topic for me. In terms of it's job, not, it's okay. Really let's just got... quickly put. So okay. What, let, Basically, what the job is a maza, isn't it? It's a maza. What can else can I say? It's a maza. Prepare yourself. Don't even think that just because. Because I came. Do you know what I wanted to be? I want to fight everyone who told me uni was easier than A levels. I want to beef them. No. Oh, uni is easier than. Oh no. I would agree. Would you agree? Oh, what, why? What, what would okay, you say? I would agree, but I feel like it does not mean that you can come and think that you don't have to put in the hours and work. That means, oh, no, yeah. Like, oh, for sure, like, you got to work. Okay, but, the jummy, like, I felt like I could get to uni. And but A-levels take it easy. was hell. A-levels oh, was uh. hell, but, like, I feel like with A-levels, like, you're switching, I don't know. Okay, I don't know, like, okay, there is, okay, it's not... It's just a different. I can't. You can't compare the two. It's a different bowl cup. It's like comparing like basketball and football. All right, they're both hard, isn't it? But um, like, there's a different game. Football is better, but Football's let's not get hard. into that. I don't know what else to explain. Kobe like, Brian, R.I.P. R.I.P. Did you watch the memorial service? <laughs> but I was crying. Were you crying? <laughs> it was best sad, man. I didn't even know who, the hell, who these people were. But but I like, cry about anything. If, true, if true, you true. cry with me, I cry too. <laughs> like, it's just I cry about everything. But yeah, no. <laughs> what was I saying about a level jump? It's just, um, it's just everyone's do you know what it is every course is different every course every is course is different every university is different every like okay so for me i did so the jump from philosophy a level to re like university level a level but for me because i love the subject and i adore it wasn't too bad but i know my friend who also did re a level flipping hate it she's well, like this that's is too me. much are you talking like, about me yeah like I'm they didn't not you my friend, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know my friend on my course who does philosophy with me she's like oh i can't hack I this i cannot it. hack it but i love it i eat i love philosophy oh don't even I eat it up. I eat it up. I eat it up. I love philosophy. It's my favorite subject ever. Like, if I there's one thing I could study all the time, like, and be philosophy. That's nice. Yeah, that's why I feel like you can't compare because even though we and we both came out with the same grades, everything, so we can't even like we came out. It's just again, it comes down to your own like if you like it. Yeah, that's so. So basically, the jump from uni from A level to uni, it really, really depends. Because I've been, I remember speaking to some chemeng, yeah, um, you know, students, and they like they said the jump was. Mad. So hard. I feel like with engineering mad. it's a big jump because it's your turn it's it more applied what stuff engineering, in it. I yeah. Feel like. yeah. No cuz I feel like most engineering it's be, it's be, like people who just do physics versus engineering like 
like when they mm. they took and they took the same A levels and stuff. Like they say the jump is I think physics students so there's not much of a jump. And with they with chemistry, yeah, but it also depends on the um, uni de- department. Oh, let's not even get. Oi, let's not even. I just wa- okay. I just want to say sorry to everyone who takes chemistry at UCL. I'm very sorry. I'm feeling for you. You are in my prayers. You are in, in my, my prayers. Madoals. Just not to shit on uni. Like I swear, I do love my uni. I just feel like they're gonna we come for me and withdraw <laughs> my. Okay, take my UCL card away. Just okay. I'm just stating some facts. Just like, pick up your department. Okay, yeah. my department. No, actually, my department's lit. The people that are yeah, like sweeter. Like they're sweetie. But yeah, you like you guys didn't get Bruv, your. Bruv, on 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 um induction day. I can. Um, de- you're using your six form lanyard on your university one. Because I'm on broke. Oh, you got some ghetto one, innit? Oh yeah. God. So my my department gave us water bottles. They gave us notebooks. They gave us all of that. And then I came in with all my stuff, <laughs> thinking I came because we met. Remember, I came in with all my yeah. stuff, and I was like, "Did you guys not get this too?" And you're like, "No." <laughs> she came in. Yeah, with her bottle. <laughs> yeah. I had an STS and bottle. Lanyard. I was like, what uni are you going to? <laughs> <laughs> it was like a completely different colour and everything. Like, Does she come museum? Like, what the hell? No, just my department then lit in it. What can I say? Yeah, the chemistry department. Uh, yeah. So apparently the chemistry department in terms of student satisfaction is the lowest out of every department at UCO. Oh yeah. fuck. Oh sorry. I'm so sorry. No, we're, screaming. <laughs> we're screaming. I'm so sorry. Some guy was just like, Okay, I'm sorry, Maji. Wallah, we're screaming. Anyway. I, have, I swear this room is thing. Soundproof. Anyway, it's fine. Continue. Anyway, okay, that's fine. We're, we're fine. We'll just Whisper. speak like this. It's fine. All right. Um, let's go. What were you saying? No, but the chemistry department. department you know, I'm sorry, student guys. satisfaction. Yeah. It's just a bit peak for you guys, isn't it? It's fine. Maybe we'll get some chemistry students to speak on their experiences. We could. That would be, be so funny. If you guys want to hear that, I'll find a chemistry student to talk about their experiences. Because I feel like, again, one thing about UCL, that, again, another thing that is um, important is it that... It has so many degrees. Like, compared yeah. to other universities, wow. Like, I think the only other... De- de- it has a lot of students as well. Okay, we have, like, 50k students. I know. Yeah, something But the thing like is, that. you have to remember, they're not all on campus or whatever. Like, they're abroad or whatever. They're doing, like, gap years oh, and yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, true, true. Like, a lot of people aren't here, here. Like, because... Oh, yeah, you, you can't have everyone here. No. No, that's yeah. a bit some... Yeah, but, like, in terms of other... Like, basically, if you are looking for any degree you can think of, it, we do it. That's just it. Like we do it. Like it's but just even ma- your degree. Is my degree niche. is so niche. But then even then, I don't like. I used to think my degree was niche, and then I meet other people who do like even more niche stuff. Like yeah, even more yeah, niche, and I'm like, true. wow. Like there's like yeah, like the people do really niche stuff, and I think well, that's one thing I love about it because I can't imagine if I, like one thing I appreciate about the fact about. UCL compared to LSE or Imperial. If you go Imperial, you're just going to be stuck with STEM students. If you go LSE, you're only mm. going to be stuck with um, hum- <coughs> arts and humanities. But with UCL, you get the both of both worlds and still be in a quite academic That's environment, true, and which yeah. is really, really, really great. And I think for me, that was a great selling point because I feel as though, yes, Imperial and LSE are best in their games and their lanes, but like in terms of engaging with people from different ris- disciplines, and it's so like... And different me. people. So maybe we can move on to like the pros and cons of oh, going to university. Okay, so I think that's a pro. I mean, you meet yeah, people from different yeah, walks of life. Different walks of life. It's not even just walks of life. Discipline. A discipline variety is very, very important yeah. to me because I feel like it's when you do a humanities subject and especially when you do stems like i have this if you guys are every like it's like a clash of two cultures like i don't know it's like a thing we even studied in as in sts yeah. it's like you know s science stem people stem people and humanities people like they're clashed on everything and like but that is in like, like in terms of like they th- like they cla- or like they, a academic wise both both so the way they conduct research, the way they act, the way they justify like what has more value, STEM really? or humanities. Like it's a whole paper. If you guys are interested in it, it's called um it's by C P Snow. It's really interesting. He basically oh. talks about like how throughout like f- uh, throughout like generally like 
like there's this general clash between people who run it. Even if it's subtle, like even if it's like, oh, you do this or you do that, like there's a general like arrogance and pride that comes on both sides on oh, how valuable oh, sure. the humanities or the STEM subjects are to society. But and the, his focus on the paper is like how it kind of works in like government because government is the ultimate playing oh, field because yeah, what happens with yeah. government people who run you have people who have only done like most prime ministers have studied philosophy economics and politics you get those people oh, making decisions he, about science about science and climate change or whatever mm. really big science policies when they have no scientific background so what gives them the perhaps the range to even make yeah, those decisions. I mean, they, yeah. they got advisors, right? I mean, you got advisors, but those advisors also tend to be from humanities really? backgrounds. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, there's not many, like, this is a, this is a book on it. I can't remember, I read it a while ago. Like, last year I read a book about it, about, like, how there's only, like, a few people, only a few MPs are actually from scientific backgrounds. Like, it's, like, only a handful, oh. like, are actually from scientific backgrounds. And that makes a difference in the way you engage with policy. Because if you're coming from a scientific background, but that's naturally, yeah. Put- like PPE down. No, it's not to put PPE yeah, down. No, 100%. Not, yeah. It's just a case of like... Making decisions. Th- the likelihood of... Okay, so most people who study science are going to go into STEM. N- generally. Just a general rule. No, but, but that science is a STEM. I mean, they're going to go into STEM, yeah? But they're not less likely to go into politics. So therefore, you have people making policy decisions about science who aren't scientists. Okay, That's you. essentially yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that someone else said this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. that kind of, okay, so where's the valid, where's the credi- credibility in the knowledge being made mm. and being applicable? Like, like, it's important because it's policy. But I think, yeah. generally, in our culture, in our societies, yeah. humanities uh, subjects do not are not given the value that they should be. Oh, do you think like, that? Like, for example, yeah, telling someone, for me, for oh, example, yeah, telling someone that I study history, and I've literally had reactions. They were okay, like, "You're going to be unemployed." Like, what, that's <laughs> you're going to be unemployed. One. Okay, it's always you're only going to you're into, like, unemployed. Are or you're going to be a teacher. That's it. Literally, two things that I'm you're going to get. I do not want. First of all, I do not want to be a teacher, okay. and I hope, inshallah, that I'm not going to be unemployed. But as in the value to the subjects are just like just like crushed. Especially, and I think it adds with a layer of being from like Asian background. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Let's not even. Sure, let's not and even. it's like crazy because it's like you also okay. So you have that kind of stigma outside, like oh, you're doing a humanities, or it's not a worthwhile degree, and then you go into like academic places and then you notice there's no one who really looks like you and you're like shit I'm, exactly. I am not meant to be here bro exactly. they're right <laughs> like it's legit the this case is not the place for us it is not the place for us and then you're just it's it's a double issue but speak on that speak on that experience it's, yeah yeah so it it's a very like we've spoken about this before but in our first year in my first year it was such a big dilemma like, culture shock in it it's it just shock on both sides so yeah. like obviously my family i'm the first one to do humanities are and, like, you yeah, oh, yeah. Your sister mean, does my STEM. sister's doing like like stem my, yeah. my, my cousin's, cousin's doing STEM, stem yeah everyone around me is doing stem two people but whatever but like it's because that's enough exactly, for you to like yeah. yeah and so history is like what and you know the history that people are taught like in secondary school yeah. it's like the most ugliest basic form, the and most like it's just not representative it's not representative you don't feel a connection yeah and then when i went for it obviously it was a backlash did your parents say anything yeah they they were just well at the start like my mom was like really against it because obviously i can understand she, where she's coming from I she wants that, yeah. a good future yeah, for, me. for me yeah and she didn't she knows absolutely no one who has done history mm. or like has yeah, yeah, got somewhere if that, yeah. can, if that makes sense oh, no. but now but it's she's like within their periphery it. that's yeah, what's crazy because i was having this conversation with literally with anonymous babe last night about because she does anonymous history too babes. she was having this conversation and it was like oh you know how our parents like 
I love my parents to death and we all love and respect oh, our parents. Sure. But at the end of the day, my parents did not go to university. My parents yeah. didn't do a lot of things that I will do, inshallah. Yeah, like, inshallah. And I can't sit, like, obviously, like, and when you, like, generally, I've been, I would like to say I'm quite an obedient child. I know Adila. Um, I wouldn't. Agree. Okay, maybe. In a, okay, <laughs> when I was younger. But, and now I think I'm pretty obedient and I take what my parents say. Like, like I take my what my parents say very seriously. But there has become a point where I was like, look, my parents actually don't know what, they're talking yeah. about and that's fine it's not and a malicious you, way of me disrespecting them yeah. it's just accepting that they do, perhaps don't know too much about what i'm trying or to do they haven't experienced haven't experienced yeah. it and obviously their worry is oh and you know with i think again it's a dynamic within immigrant parents it's about the safety go for the safe option yeah. go for the safe option and it's like never take a risk yeah. but i'm like i mean I, obviously I'm not never take a risk but like but avoid safe risks. safe yeah because yeah. you know like it's that kind if of that makes sense. yeah especially and it comes with being a girl like oh you can't be too bold with your choices in terms of career because it's like oh if it doesn't work out then you might be left with nothing yeah, but at least about yeah actually. like gonna, being yeah. a woman and going to uni and trying to have aims in academia how yeah. how achievable is that they as a woman are, they, how achievable they is that? are but you need do you know what it is yeah they i truly believe they are achievable but the reason why they aren't achieved and aren't reached is because we don't have the best supportive network oh for sure that is that is the answer that's to the answer. question. I'm sorry, but like... The weakest link. Yeah, like that's literally it. Like I feel like I feel... That's what I'm saying. Like if I had someone gassing me up saying, yeah, yeah, like you can do it. Not even just gassing you up, like the support network. Like for example, yeah. um, like women who have children in academia. Yeah. A, lot of the, the, a lot of the reasons why they are successful in their academic fields is because they have support from their families. Yes, yes. Or like their spouses. Like they yeah, have exactly. support yeah. and so they can do things. Yeah, but Whereas, if you don't have, you don't have that, that support, can't. then it's like, you know, and it's especially, and it's like, you, you want to reach out. Like, this is a thing where my, I struggle with my parents as well. It's like, oh, like, um, I want to go to XYZ field, but like childcare is an issue. And it's like, if I ask you for help, they'll be like, then why did you go into that exactly. field in the first place if you have exactly. to ask for help? But asking for help is not a bad thing. You're not exactly. even asking for help. You're ask, you're utilizing your resources. Yes. Like, I don't understand why the fact that I have to leave my child with a nanny is a bad thing. Like, it's obviously like, I mean, it's like, if the, like, do you know what I mean? Like, obviously the child psychology of it all but yeah. if I have a goal and I feel like I'm contrib- like everyone like Jamina I feel like everyone here is put on this earth for a different thing and we can't all strive for the same goal and same life because we have to contribute and use our talents Wait, are you saying this in an academic way but academic and both like even in academic like I feel like if you have it like for example you yeah you have a passion and God has given you that passion this is yeah. me speaking spiritually I feel like if God has given you a passion for academia and you don't fulfill it then you're doing a disservice to the not only what Allah has given you but also like society because it's like your talent and skill mm. is something like you could i don't know that's just my i mean i think it depends on intention and a lot of people haven't i mean if you're doing it intentionally because of, like i see like if god gave me this talent and i need to use it because my intention is but, to please him some people I mean. don't know obviously some they people, don't think like that I know, so no, no 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 you're, you're i understand what you're saying i'm saying is that some people haven't um recognized their talent oh yeah and i'm not gonna lie until now even now i still don't think i have a talent in writing or anything no, because you... i mean i'm just getting through it yeah. for me Obviously, I know Allah's given me this ability. God's given me this ability. It's that motivation. Maybe not talent, but the yeah, motivation. Maybe it's the motivation. So. Yeah, yeah, I think maybe that's the phrasing. Because sometimes it takes a while. I feel like you, you just don't believe in your magic yet. That's it. That's why you're saying, oh, I don't have that's the talent. But you it. do. But like, it's in you. But it's just, you think. Everyone's motivation. capable. Everyone's, Everyone's capable, capable of everything. Like so many different things. It's just believing in yourself and stuff. That's why but, I would like advise people to try out as many things as they yeah, can. Yeah, 100%. Do your research. Try out. Because... You know, we're constantly. I was speaking with my mom with my mom the other day. Like, 
my whole life, our whole life has literally been studying. Yeah. Have you realised that? That's uh, like we have we zero personality outside have, of studying. We have no. I mean, for me, I, I can speak for myself. Yeah. I have like I don't really have a hobby because I haven't been doing. Especially during A level. Oh my goodness, A level. Yeah. Did I have a personality? I was an autopilot <laughs> robot. Like all I did was study, 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 and that yeah. was it. And then I came to uni and had a bit of free time. I was like, I don't. I had like exist. Yeah. Ex- I had a, what do you call it? Existential crisis. Like I. Oh. Li- bruv like I literally because I had this time on my hand I didn't know what to do with myself and it was like again with this uni environment I felt like I couldn't get involved in certain events in certain faces because it's like well then they were at different times that I perhaps couldn't be or like yeah it's overwhelming because you have everything thrown at you you have like what 450 societies like and like 150 are the ones that you want to go to yeah like it's 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 it is I'm not gonna lie even with the jump it's it's a big it's a big jump but it's a good jump it's a good jump it's a jump that's gonna help you grow and develop as a human being 100 percent. and that's what i feel like you know when people are like oh why'd you go uni like it's a waste of money but i'm like the character development that you have at uni is unmatched to anything that i feel like you could get in a professional environment like yes you might get the schools and careers but i feel like there's more to life than making money like i genuinely feel like Uh, for sure i don't know i don't want these four traders merchants to come (laughs) at me be like no uni is a waste of time okay but i'm just saying like i have grown so much um, I, I don't think I would have grown as much as a person if I didn't go to uni and that's Same. just I'm only, I've only been here like I, I'm halfway through my degree Same. so I can't even imagine I'm excited for the growth that I'm going to experience and, for the next half and we, we come to so we've gone out of our area for our uni I think that's oh, a whole yeah. other experience in and of itself because um obviously like because i know some people who are from west london and they come to uni here and it's like oh i live across the road i'm like raw i mean but it's as in our uni itself like because it's it's, it it claims itself to be a global university which it kind of is not gonna lie 50 percent of the like people are international international. yeah Yeah. like that's they put them under the bme category are you serious yeah but i mean they are technically minority ethnic but they're from a the, high socioeconomic background. Exactly. I'm sorry. It doesn't like, like you're not the same. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? I always think that. Like, yes. Like, in terms of diversity, like it counts. I mean, I mean, they are working on it. I guess. I'm sure. oh, we can talk about that. Oh, I don't know. Like again, like it's like oh, this. Like I always think, like literally, like um, even Edna Spaeth. She's like oh, like she goes to such a diverse multicultural university, yeah. which is great, which is in an area that is super diverse. But like she walks into a history class and she's it's the only totally black girl there. Yeah. And it's like yes, you can be located. Like this is the same way I feel. Like I feel like yeah, I'm in a very 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 diverse place and like you see all the posters and stuff and it's like yeah most diverse most global and then it's like cool but then when i walk into my class and we talk about um blackness and like racism within popular culture and there's no black people in the room you kind of question where this whole diversity like ethos that is coming from because clearly it's not in this classroom and in our a lot of the times in like humanity degrees Mm -hmm. not even just bme kids black students oh bruv there's no can we, i feel this sorry but like literally, there. literally so me, me and uh, dealer play this game we say oh how many black people are in the room usually there's black one <laughs> and like, it's, oh it's so sad because it's like and this is what i mean i feel like i always felt passionate about the fact that there weren't any black kids in the room but then it's like do i speak on their absence yeah, yeah. and it's like oh but you because me we had a conversation about this we yeah. were like oh um it's like because we don't do any uh, we don't look at any science that comes from africa like never i've never even seen that come oh, up like no, it's, 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 if they speak about it, they talk about Persian stuff. I'm like, but that's like North. That's not, that's Middle East, isn't it? That's, yeah, that's not, no, that's not Middle East. It's I don't Asian. Know. It's Central Iraq Asian. and, it's Iraq and Asia. Iran. Iran. Persia. Yeah. Persia's like Iran. Yeah, yeah. Asia. That's Asia. All right, clearly, I don't do geography. I think, so I don't yeah. Know. Anyway. It is. But like, I mean, do you know what I mean? Like, there's so many histories that are mistold and it's like, I only registered it in like maybe the beginning of my second year when I started picking modules. I was like, yeah. oh, like, I would love to learn this, but it's not there. And it's like, it's and then there's no one, like, it's that thing where you need an Asian person there to notice something. Like, you see the gaps, whereas other people just see the whole picture. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Like, yeah. a lot of people, 
like I walk into a room like because and also I think if I just came from an Asian background like I only hung out with Asians or like I came from a- like Bangladesh straight off the boat like if I did that then maybe I'll only see the gaps in terms of Islamic and Isla- Islamic and South Asian knowledge but I feel like mm. because I also have an awareness of like um, black history it's like when I walk in I'm like where's all the black history as well Yeah, and it's like it's like also I don't Obviously, I'm not here to, like, fight everyone's battles, but it's, like, I have to... I, that naturally pops into my head. Like, I'm, like... Yeah. No, like, if I was black and I was in this class, like, I'd feel even worse than how I do oh, as an sure. Asian as an oh, Asian Muslim. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Um, Mad. Yeah. And a lot of the time... Like, I've... So, I... Last year, I did a module um, called Building the American Nation. Oh. Building? Building. 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 Let's Bro, not even... It's built on oppression. How can you say building? Building. I mean, like, the word building is just uh, the most, like oversimplification of oh my god i can't anyway even. let's not even but anyway I, so literally 95 percent white and um in my class i was the only uh colored girl and the only god, Muslim. That's, that's stressful bro and um so one of the phd tutor he was like yeah so there's this like um black girl in my class and i and we were talking about slavery and i felt really bad and i was like what? <laughs> like, what like i was so shook and i was in my first year so i was like, like I was even more quiet. shook i was like i was even more shook i was like damn man i don't belong here and like obviously i'm speaking from an asian perspective i can't even imagine how you must feel exactly. as a black person imagine Fucking. that that girl sitting in that class and everyone's just thinking that about her. She it's not even thinking about I'm like, ah, oh. It's uncomfortable. But then it's like, it's like, again, it's like what has been done to change. But then it's like, it, it's all like institutional. Like yeah. you need more, like it's a big institutional thing. Like it's like the uptake of like, not just black students, but like in general, minority students is much and lower. Not just and students, whatever. it's staff. Ooh, you, yeah. The uh, history department, from what I know, has like maximum, if I can count off the top of my head, like six BME, really? Um, staff. That's yeah. way better than mine. <laughs> and, uh, as in, and there's, not, there's not one. There's not one black. Oh. Oh and yeah. There's pe- no black people in my yeah. department either. And as far as I know. Like for me, seeing like one of my um, tutors is um, Asian. Mm. Like you I, feel I, some I, sort I, of. I can see it's like oh my god, okay, there's one sort of connection. Yeah. But for uh, a black history student. Mm. Who are they seeing? Mm. They and 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 there's hardly anything taught on mm. you know black history or anything. Well, now there is, but back then there weren't. So yeah, like, there wasn't. So. Like it's crazy that you come in now thinking, oh, this is the progress, but then it's barely any progress. It's very it's very minute, and I feel like the, um, un- well maybe until now, but like it's slow progress, yes, so and I don't place. think they're taking it. Like you know, with sustainability, look how much they've done to our uni with like you know sustainability yeah. and everything. They've made a whole building yeah, for sustainable yeah. development. But then in terms of race and, you know, the race relations, that kind of stuff. Oh, oh you're right. That, like, the, the, barely. It's barely. Barely. I think that would be a good time to talk about eugenics. Oh. Ooh, History of eugenics. How can we talk about UCL? At UCL. Let's the mic is on fire. The mic is on fire. Okay, so I don't even know where to start so, with that. Okay, just for anyone who doesn't know, because some people I feel like... Okay, so if you guys are aware Tell of them. eugenics... Okay, okay, eugenics is essentially a race theory, that a theory that um, came was born out of evolution, um, a Darwin's theory of yeah. evolution. And it's kind of the idea that obviously naturally, like you can, you know, have like natural selection. Like selective breeding. Like selective breeding, kind of but instead of with animals, you can do it with humans. And by the way, Francis Galton is like um, Charles Darwin's cousin as well. Yeah. So like just to understand the, like how close this is, it's not just some random dude like coming up with a theory on his own and it's like super racist and far right. Like it's it's a guy doing it from an academic point perspective coming from an academic community. Like he's 
is literally God, Darwin's Academic cousin. Academic in They inverted. share the same nana, all right? Okay. Like, <laughs> grand, 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 um, grandmother. Like, they, they're like... Grandma. Yeah, like, and obviously, literally, and it, do you know what's crazy? It's like, my first lecture at UCL was in the Gauten Theatre. Oh, my God. <laughs> was, um, okay, so yes, yeah, so the history I of eugenics there. at UCL. It's literally... So there's this guy called um, Francis Gauten. Yeah. And there's, um, he basically donated all his, you know, like... Life's work. And his life's works on eugenics, which is racist at its core core racist theory core racist and um it's donated to ucl and um he gave it as like to fund ucl as an institution and a lot of his colleagues so a lot of um scholars at ucl came um, to study and they would and they still do apparently yes so basically they apparently still do study about i read that article i wanted to die um so apparently uh like last year okay the the the, the, the event yeah. yeah, I know. Those so there was this um, eugenics event. <laughs> no, but there was many. Over the past three years, a uh, senior lecturer professor at UCL. Uh, I've got his name here. Let me like beat him out. And, um, <gasps> Are you called? being serious? Bro, something Thompson, Find the receipt. Yeah? Find something the receipt. Thompson. So, okay. Um, oh, professor that's Thompson. well done at rating him out. He can't even get his government <laughs> name. Beating him out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. But um, he's been holding secret uh, eugenics meetings. For the past three years, and this uh, last year they found out. Um, Did they get rid of him? Uh, yeah, they got rid of him. Oh. And but he, that's Solomon Street. I haven't seen on road. Imagine I'm like, yo. And they go on. But um, he still backs up the fact that he's like, you can't deny the like science behind the differences in race. Okay. But anyway, a lot of the um, buildings, like the Medawa building, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Darwin building, Galton yeah. Theatre, Pearson's building, they're all named oh, after you. Yeah, so they're all named after um, people who worked within, um, if like, influential people within the field of eugenics. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of them are like feminist icons. Okay, so this is what blew my mind. So a lot of feminists, like a lot of Mary people, Stopes. That woman, nah, she's a snake. I don't care. She's a snake. Absolute snake. Okay, anyway, so I learned about Mary Stopes' history only until my second year at uni, and it was because of. Luckily, it was through Electra, so it wasn't me finding out all my ones. But they basically, she was a woman who was trying to like um, catalyze the. Um, women's rights and especially birth control yeah, and whatnot yeah. so she wanted like reproductive rights or like just like repro- like what's the word contraception rights like for women etc etc and the way she um did that was to uh, like convince um these people who, who like funded eugenics that if you introduced like um contraception and like controlled like birth control then that they could do it to people they if they control like birth control could be used for racist means and she used that as her marketing point wow. like she said oh if we give birth control to people who shouldn't be reproducing and like have um weaker like bad traits or whatever so essentially the, like people who they don't Basically, feel the undesirable ten, undesirable yeah. traits then they should like fund um, birth control for that motivation so actually uh. birth control in the united kingdom and phys- like not even in ucl in general was kind of catalyzed not because of the care of women's rights and women's reproductive rights it was so that they could help um racism, racism like literal racism. racism can you like can you believe that and do you know but do you know i was thinking i was, I was thinking about this the other day i was walking at main quad and i was yeah. looking at pearson's building i was like <laughs> would they have known that a bl- like a brown girl would be sitting, would be sitting in that lecture theater listening to and all this they, bullshit? They, they um claim like it just shows their life's work was so pointless. Like, but the thing they, is, they believe they spent, that it's, yeah, they believed it. They spent their whole life like trying to prove the fact that the white people were supreme, supreme, su- uh, supreme, <laughs> superior, yeah. and like intelligently. Imagine superior. that being your life goal. 
and it's so sad and then you've got like a brown girl how many years later on sitting yeah, in chilling. your lecture oh, chilling that's true. imagine you spend your entire life's work trying to prove white people are superior and that they're academically the more superior and I'm at here <laughs> I'm at here let's call karma I mean? baby karma karma, karma. <laughs> and like um, the whole of like the rum so the medics yeah like, they're mostly like, Asian. like most of them are BME <laughs> and like uh, it's just it just it's just funny, but not funny. It's ironic. Yeah, it's yeah, super yeah. ironic, yeah. but nah. That's the history. That's I mean, the history. I don't know. That's, you the, ju- that's, the that's just a tea on... That's the spilled milk that's on eugenics. That's the spilled milk. Again, I feel like it's with eugenics. It's such a crazy thing because it's like... I feel like for me, I'm like, yeah, if someone's racist, get the fuck out of here. Like, why are we even entertaining this discussion? Yeah. But here, it's like, oh, no, we it's, cannot separate the science from... I'm like, no... There's literal proof. Even, 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 luckily, we have loads of electors within UCL who have proven that eugenics oh, yeah, would yeah, not yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you see that beef between um, Richard Dawkins and uh, it was like a UCL professor? Really? He basically was oh. Richard Dawkins was like, oh yeah, like something about being supportive of eugenics and that it should be a, really? it's a credible I science. Think he's racist. And no, that man, it's called that that white suit. What do you call it? It's that white male Sup- atheism, like yeah, super, ugh, not even, like they think they're so special. Like it's that white male supremacy that like bleeds into philosophy and science. Like they think white people oh, like yeah. it bleeds in. Oh my god, if you guys want an episode of that, because I'm so passionate about it. When it comes to philosophy and like white male, male supremacism she within, can I can chat for days. Let's not even. Did you ever do like the Four Horsemen of the Non Apocalypse? No, Madness. I, I did not ever Brown. want to do that. Oh yeah, you don't want to do philosophy again. If you guys no, we'll speak on that because. Atheism yeah. and white people, like white men in atheism, is just another. Let's not it's even. Another it's level. another um, can of worms. What can, can we say? Worms. Anyway, but um, what was I saying? Like yeah, so the, literally, a UCL professor was saying like eugenics is like literally would not work. Like it does not make any like scientific sense. Well, it, it doesn't. It doesn't make like it literally. It actually it it doesn't. The, Charles Darwin's been saying. Like, and he, even Charles Darwin said it like no like no 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 Charles Darwin does is he a agree? support. What do you mean, bro? His whole evolution theory is basically saying that black people are less uh, are inferior because they're closer resembling to um, <gasps> to monkeys. What What do you did think he say is? that? I thought you. I thought Fran, I thought Galton was the one who said that, and he was just like, "Listen, <gasps> they love each no, other." No, if I see a child down anything, affair, I'm a you know, bruh. It's a family affair. They yeah. are racists, and even when they were do, when they were carrying out their research on that. Like they were exploiting they, people of colour exploit- along the whole way. Exactly because how else was, do you think who was, was showing them around in the Galapagos <laughs> Islands? Do you think he was a white person? Was, no, he wasn't. He was carrying their stuff. <laughs> no, it was a black man. It was a brown, whatever a coloured person, uh, yeah. whatever black, brown, black, whatever. No. Oh my god! But yeah. That's that's that's, that's a tea on eugenics, I guess, because I feel like there's it's again. If you guys are interested in it, again, like do do your. Re- there's so again, much literature out there, so literature. um, so much so much literature out there, and it's a big big discussion at UCL. Again, I feel like I haven't been. I mean, I, yeah, it's just a big discussion again. The we report can, will be out in the report. Yeah, July 2019. Yeah, about what they're gonna do. Guess who's heading the inquiry? Go on. It's a queen of a queen. She's a professor of law. She's black professor of law <gasps> from Leeds. No, keep it away. And she, um, she's like a professor of law. Like honestly, oh wow, she's amazing. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. We're gonna. It's gonna be like a huge meeting. Can we all go? Um, I actually don't know. Uh, let's don't go know. post up in it. Anyway, so we're gonna touch upon. So we spoke about eugenics and now being a brown Muslim woman at degree in higher education. I mean, we touched upon it before, but like, do you want to get into that? Like, I don't know. What do you think? Um, I feel like.
like my experience again i feel like it's always that case i, I was saying this to you the other day and i feel like you disagreed with me but like i'll just put it out okay, there yeah, you, were, like, you know how i say sometimes i feel like i'm a palatable brown muslim and i feel as though you want to explain so means. okay when i say i'm a palatable brown muslim in like a white environment or like a western environment i feel like sometimes because of my personality and the fact that i don't perhaps strictly follow the traditions and um like religion that i'm from right like i follow it but like it's not like obviously i'm on my own journey but like i don't follow it strictly and i can say that period like i don't in it so i feel like it makes it easier for western people to relate to me and have like a com- like do you know what i mean like it makes it but you've got the hijab on love yeah but i've got the hijab on but like but like it's because there's le- levels to it like i have a hijab on but i don't have a full abaya and niqab on that's going to make the difference in when they interact with me i could be the same person literal same person but if i know if i wear a niqab and i've seen like niqabi students i don't think that's true i mean she doesn't that's the, this is where i disagree i feel like it's different like someone wearing an abaya okay so for example is that someone wearing a turban versus someone wearing a a full abaya like how they're going to be know, received in different environments i'm sorry true, they it's different. Different. Yeah, they they're going to be received no, differently they will be received yeah. differently but and i think that depends on the person receiving it i get that like how open they are i know but it's again it's that brown like okay in terms of being brown at uni i feel like i don't feel i feel like i wasn't so conscious of how brown i was and it's like you don't really it's always that complex where you're like you're too western for your east like you're too western for your brown friends and like you kind of like i've always kind of grown up have you grown up with that like oh you're so white oh Oh, you call me that you're like you're so flipping white yes you do you call me a coconut all the time that's my feeling do i um oh my god i, I will pull it i'm gonna go go, go on my whatsapp search and it'll be like okay but like do you know what i mean like it's that kind of especially when you're into humanities especially when you're into humanities because yeah. you know me because i'm so into philosophy like everyone's like oh so like you're so white like how can you like philosophy like it's such a white thing to like and i'm like it's, it's not a white thing like why is the concern about our morality like, and god what? white yeah. like i don't understand why is that an exclusively white thing like think, to question or critique it yeah. like and i feel as though that's the thing like when you think about people assume that of philosophy and like questioning the existence of god is a white discourse like no like when people the, the islamic scholars were doing it during the age of enlightenment that's too they saying, were doing yeah. the same thing as i am i'm not doing anything haram or like it. yeah they were just proving it and they were like and they encouraged it like there's literally like whenever my parent like whenever i meet people who are like really ignorant saying that oh what you're doing is like dangerous dangerous oh my god i can speak on that like how many people have come for me for studying philosophy and like how i'm gonna be a kuffar or whatever or, like how i'm gonna <laughs> so apparently okay this is a first, disbeliever okay these are the things i hear when i'm gonna be a philosopher oh so you're gonna be a philosopher when you graduate or are you gonna be a kuffar like oh they call god. me kuffar all, i've been called that oh you're gonna become kuffar all the time and like i remember my mom telling me like she went to her circle like my mom like my mom just lets me do what i want in it so then she came home one day and then she was like oh i told people that you study philosophy and then they were like oh how did you even allow that how did you even allow her to study philosophy like are you not that's worried so, for her and i'm like so i'm sorry yeah like i i know people like me studying philosophy if if you're gonna go study philosophy and your dean is like shaken by that then your dean was never strong in the first place i it's, don't care a, that's my you decision know, you know scary your dean can be shaken anytime. oh it, do you not think my dean is rattled your, every your, few your weeks faith. but the thing is at the end of the day i trust god do you know what i mean like at the end you have of the day to, you, yeah. have to, you have to constantly like that's not even just i have to con- you know well, yeah, you constantly have to reaffirm your faith constantly. and i feel like the way i'm challenged is an intellectual challenge like you know what i mean like and i feel like that's way more stronger because i feel like some people they're challenging dean okay just going on to dean they're challenged with dean in ways that are like temptations like or drinking dr- like just for example like just flippantly mm. like um haram relationships etc etc and i feel like that's not much of a challenge but to be intellectually challenged about your faith is a different type of it's a different type of challenge and if you can overcome that i swear like stuff like any of the worldly temptations don't even bother me because like if i can come overcome that they're challenges in their own respect their own challenges but i'm just saying if you can come overcome intellectual challenges to your faith then why can't i overcome worldly challenges i know it's a sticky one it's a sticky one because they're both challenges in their own way they're on their own challenges and i don't think because they can be 
to you it might not be as challenging as yeah but to other people it to might other be people it might be very challenging to do like a degree like i do and then like i mean i like it it depends on the person but at the end of the day you should be reaffirmed yeah and, that's, and that's that's what that's through five daily prayers yeah obviously like, essentially but i feel like obviously obviously you should be reaffirming your prayer like obviously you do the prescribed way of reaffirming your faith yeah, but, but i feel like i yeah. i do it in a way that is very different to everyone else and i feel like that in that sense i get to have a greater appreciation for islam that i feel like a lot of people don't get yeah. and i feel this with my friends my sikh friend who also studies philosophy like she says the same thing like queen. she queen i love her but like you know what i mean like she says the same thing like it's like when we go into class, we literally had a discussion about this when we left. Like, we had an ethics class and we had, like, a huge, like, fiery debate. I love my classes. Like, they're such opinionated people, lovely. Like, it's just a great environment to be in. Mm. And then we, we literally just said, we agree with this because of scripture. And that's it. Like, that's end of argument. I agree with it. Scripture. She said the same thing and I said the same thing. Um, not, like, that bluntly, but, like, that yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. Bo- like, just to summarise the argument. We just said, look, in my scripture, it says that it was on animal rights. And I was like, in my scripture, like, we're supposed to respect animals. So I don't care what science says. I'm not going to go torture an animal for the name of science. That's not, gonna, that's not what yeah. I'm going to do do and obviously like some people are like no but it's gonna help humanity da, da, da. i'm like well my reli-, like do you know what i mean, you know mean? like that's just it debate, same yeah. with my secret she was like no it's just we they, they don't like see us they take it to another level they don't even eat animals like there's some oh, yeah, things vegan. Yeah. so it's like that's what i'm saying and we walked out and we were like saying like how blessed we feel to have like even though we come from different faiths yeah but blessed we are to have some morality and guide because the world is so sure. chaotic oh my god that is so ridiculously true. chaotic like, so for me the reason yeah. why i didn't like philosophy yeah. in a level because I felt like I already had the answers to what they were questioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're like, oh, is there a designer? I'm like, for me, it's it's in given, my head, the yeah. answer was there. And you know me, because I, I did maths as well. Like, yeah. my answers are always there. Like, yeah. there's always an answer to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with philosophy, because it was so abstract, yeah. <laughs> that's why I didn't like it. Okay, I hear but that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. obviously, it's an intellectual debate. It's an intellectual... Um, it's an intellectual subject. So yeah. It, it's not every subject is down. intellectual like every it's fine but i feel like yeah. it does something i feel like the backlash that philosophy gets is just a much more visceral like like it's yeah. a more like no that's fundamentally wrong to study it and i'm like it's not that deep baby borderline like, haram borderline haram like i'm like girl like you, i'm like this borderline mom. forbidden by the way <laughs> <laughs> but that's what i'm saying i feel like my mom came back that day and i was like mom like do you genuinely Aww. think like and she looked worried she's like are you gonna be an atheist <laughs> i'm like no mom i'm okay like obviously you don't know what happens with life but i'm like Inshallah, Allah's plan. But like, I'm sorry. The like, fact that you're studying it is Allah's plan. Yeah, man. But like, I'm just like, I'm just trying to like give an example of like the cultural backlash I've oh, received. Oh, cultural since black, 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 black. All right, beatboxer. All right, I'm telling you, I'm the original. Original. Okay. you get copyrighted. <laughs> but oh, yeah, so yeah, that's my experience with being a philosophy student. And brown, but going about history student. History student and being brown again. um I think, as I said, my experience as an Asian is not as bad as I I can say for like being black or someone who's black, black exactly. Yeah. Um, because I'm in my first year, I did like an, a module called Empires in Eurasia. Oh. It was all about the like Asian empires. It was really nice, and I'm still doing I'm doing another module this year called India and the Global Economy. Mm-hmm. So I'm still within. I can still study. Yeah, Asian, you've got some you know. season I, in I, it. I've got my seasoning. Do you yeah. Know? He's got some seasoning. I've got in my it. curry powder right here. Yeah. But um, I think as a brown person, not as much. But, if you but as a Muslim, Ooh. that is a whole. Other oh yeah, you need to tell me. Okay, okay please speak on what you told me about like the so, mid. Like, come on, so I love it. guys. You need to hear this. That? Pull out the receipts again. <laughs> Pull out the no, receipts. Basically, part two. Um, you know, coming to UCL, I would expect big scholars like historians to 
if they're teaching about let's say Islamic empires, I would expect them to know certain um, certain Islamic core, terminology, yeah. core core beliefs, and act and get them right. Meanwhile, these men. <laughs> It's, it's so bad it's laughable it's, it's, it's so not even it's like it's it's like they get it so wrong it's laughable and also we're not saying this from a like i feel like another time they're like oh but other like okay i just wanted to clarify this as well i feel like sometimes i go and i correct them and they're like oh but you're sunni da, da, da. i'm like no babe i'm not saying it from a sunni perspective or the fact i'm hanafi or whatever there's a general core principle that yes. we have the only okay like yes okay because i remember someone was someone about, yeah do i mean like someone brought up a fact and i'm like yeah that i'm like yeah but that's not the general consensus among muslims and they were like oh this is, is it, it was she but there was like a niche form of Shiism and I'm like I'm not saying that they're wrong it's just like it's a very niche What you're, the fact that you're spitting and saying as a general universal fact is, not is, is exclusive to a certain sect of Shiism so I don't understand how you're extending that to all the wider community and that's not and then it's like oh, you're being anti-Shia but I'm, like, I'm not being anti-Shia it's just like you're, you're be, it's like me taking a small rule from, Han- like, from being Hanafi and Sunni and then me saying oh yeah that's a rule for everyone I'm like no I respect the fact that there's different rules out there different interpretations and I don't ever say that's universal I always say when I say something that I know is exclusive Exclusive to my sect of faith, like my or being Sunni, I'll say, okay, this is exclusive to X, Y, Z. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like not, if you're gonna say it, yeah. be conscious of that. Yeah. Like, but basically, they uh, they define terms wrong. Oh, just say one. The, give the an example. One, the good example is the term jihad. So jihad. I love jihad. If you don't know, jihad is being misinterpreted left, right, and center. Yeah. And again, it's being misinterpreted in our. Do you know it's degree. so ingrained into me to like I do you know because even I said oh yeah it means holy. I'm like wait, Nusha, you idiot. Why did it you say that? See, it, it doesn't. It but doesn't. it's so ingrained into me to believe that jihad meant holy war that to the point that I even thought oh wait but it is it. I'm like no, Nusha, what are you doing? Like. <laughs> but that's but that's what we're being taught. Like yeah. And we're being taught that as at an undergraduate level yeah it's not even like institution like as like ucl that jihad means holy war i had to go beef him man did you beef him i went and beefed him twice what did he say he was obviously he's putting that facade oh for sure like you know adler don't worry about it and i'm like man just stop just get to the point and say that you hate muslims not like that but we're kidding we're kidding but like it's just like get to the point and be like you did you went you You weren't attentive enough to correct that mistake because you um I don't know. Like you, think you overestimate your yeah. intellectual ability to. Exactly. Like I feel like it's the overestimation of how much no, they but know. But you know what's funny? He actually backed that up. He backed the fact. <sighs> he he, he and, backed and it up. He backed it up because he said. Oh, in do you know what they back it up with? They back it up with those. Uh, like this is the same thing that happened to me in A level. By the way, another reason why my A level experience was flipping trash was because we had no textbooks. So basically, <laughs> for Islamic history, I had to like literally go to like academic books, which I do now at uni. Which alhamdulillah, maybe that was God's plan because it prepared me that. But there was no reason for a university A level student to be doing that. So I had to like consult multiple books to write about my essays and it was just wild like the and then my teacher was like oh these are the like if you google like key books on islam like have that have shaped islamic history in terms of the western world and like you have to understand like at the end of the day they have to understand our culture so it does come from an orientalist perspective so that's another kind of worms there so obviously these texts are observing the muslim world from a western perspective so the language and narrative that they build is very very problematic and um but that's what i'm saying so even within those books. So, for example, I read a book that said, oh, yeah, the Prophet Muhammad was a complete orphan. He had no parents. They didn't know who his parents were at all. And I'm like, that, and it, yeah, this was like a legit, a thing, like, it's a little so. thing. And I was like, this is a legit book. Like, it was yeah. like a, as a pop, like a book that is used as like a, as a key text when it comes to Islamic history. And I was just like, and I was like, miss, like, is is the fact that he has mum. Then I thought, oh, maybe it's just written in Hadith and stuff. But I'm like, still, that, it's not. I'm like, because I was thinking, I was so baffled because I was like, I'm reading this academic text that I clearly, like, is a, like, an acclaimed historian. Yeah. Like, and he's saying that, oh yeah, the prophet was had no family. There's no evidence of his family. And I was like, what? It's what? Just, it's just so. 
it it seems so minor, but it's but actually it, big. It's a big deal because you're erasing deal. history. I'm sorry, exactly. but you're oh you're like changing it and altering it. And yeah. the key point of history is to tell a history from an objective point of view. And I think that's uh, what okay, that's well that's the key thing, point. Yeah. Well, not key point of history, but like it's like. The fact that that's the point. I don't uh, history as a discipline. Like you have, like again, it's like you, everything's told in a certain way, and it's like I've taught been taught Islamic history from like when I was young, going to madrasa and stuff. But then it's like when you're learning it from a Western perspective, and you see gaps. Madrasa, in, by the way, is um, oh, Islamic school. school Islamic yeah. school, yeah. I don't know. It's just a bit mad. But give me more examples of like problems. No, so so it's just it's just literally that's that's the biggest one to be honest. What about the Imam Mahdi one? Oh my God! So Imam Mahdi, they said is a reincarnation of. Come on. Apparently, it's not even. Uh, to be fair, a UCL lecturer did not say that it was in a book or something. That was on your rec- was on your central reading list. Who who said that? You said it was. Oh, was, oh. was a lecturer said no, it? No, no, no. It was. It was, it, your, was it was in a book on your central no, reading no, list. Or it was the glossary on oh. my Moodle. So and he on had Moodle. A, on, on Moodle. On Moodle. Which is our like platform where Everyone we access everything. Everyone has lots of people on Moodle. Oh, like okay. lots of units on Moodle. But um, basically, so I went on there. I was like, okay, I need some glossary help. And then I see he he made this like eleven years ago, by the way. Oh so he God. hasn't updated it. But um, it says he says uh, Imam Mahdi is the a reincarnation of, of the Prophet, Prophet Muhammad. I'm like, I know you're teaching. Um, Mughal India and you have to mix Hinduism and Islam whatever it, it what just, kind of remix is this <laughs> remix what kind of re- it went from remix, remix to freestyle to <laughs> not even it's not even the remix so I had to quickly go and tell him that what did he say and he was like do you know he's, he was very appreciative actually he said um he said, you know, in my in the history of like teaching these stuff for the past like no seven, ten years, him. he's told his students to say, if you find anything wrong in the glossary, come and tell me, and you're the oh, first person to do that. Wow! But then, why are you even letting? Okay, never mind. I don't know if he's changed it. I don't <laughs> know why wouldn't you do background it. checks of all everything that you're putting into this glossary? I'm sorry. And the thing is, he's not quoting it himself. He's quoting it's it from high, high historians. Yeah, like it's not like they're making these facts on their ones that they're doing it from other historians that are it's much like, more well like established. Just that's a, what I'm saying and that's the thing about information and generation of knowledge like if this is again I think I've studied this in terms of this is what we do in like my like in terms of ethics and we're studying the the ethics of peer review and it's like there's so much like we learn like there's like 80% of like peer review out there it's like plagiarized or whatever or like false information it? and it's like it somehow gets into the bubble of like the academia and like like when it's I messy. like it's super messy and it's like if I read a journal will I actually go check if all the facts are correct like you wouldn't True. do that like you wouldn't do that so how how do you actually know just because it's from JSTOR does not mean it's legit information <laughs> but that's how we treat it but that's how we treat it do you know what I mean and if you deep it like wow even I you can't it's like I'm a part of that system I'm a part of the problem because I go on to these Taylor Fro- I go on to all these journals mm-hmm. and I take it as fact when it's not and, and, and I take their data as not fact but like legitimate knowledge or credible knowledge maybe not fact but like credible knowledge right yeah and then I'm just feeding, I'm putting it to my essence and using it to back up my own research. It's just a, it's a cycle. And it's like, yeah. again, the whole system is just a bit. It's, 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 you have to be careful. But I think, I think this is where our degrees differ. Because uh, this is where our degrees differ. Because um, in history, for example, yeah. um, when we, like, let's say we are going to use an article, mm-hmm. we use it as an interpretation, interpretation oh, interpret- of yeah. a historian. So we never take it as fact. Oh, okay. Unless I start it's doing that. a statistical assistant. 
even statistics is statistically even if it's statistics it's like because we do because i did philosophy or like yeah, information again, like yeah. again even if it's statistics like means and averages oh my god i, I discussed that with you i, I found that did. so interesting did, yeah. like means and averages are just abstract concepts so you can't actually apply them to history like in like it was a historical Science perspective philosophical. yeah but it's so interesting like even sociologists and historians have said that you know the concept of an like a mean or an average and applying that as fact and using that as a as a basis of a fact is just fault like it's not legitimate or credible knowledge because it's an abstract conception con, con, but, but yeah. then, then you can say numbers are ab- abstract no numbers are not abstract but like averages and medians yeah and but all they that. come from numbers yeah but then it's okay, it only all right, let's debate. Debate. all right let's have it later but you know what i mean we have oh, always beefy on philosophy bro. it's everyday beef in the, the philosophy trauma, okay the trauma. <laughs> PTSD. but yeah um, uh is i think i feel like I yeah mean, again this is just a talk about our experiences yeah. to be honest so yeah we, we're not here to give like advice this again. is just how we feel as ucl students yeah, this in is our what respective I mean. degrees yeah it's very very anecdotal um but yeah i hope like that was informative to you in the sense that you guys got a taster i mean i feel like this was a big taster and again like we might because i feel like again it's that whole oh, social side social side but i just wanted to shed some light on like the academic, academic experience side, yeah. experience within ucl and i feel like it's just again we should i think we should quickly touch on postgrad because i feel like again it was we said yeah. on postgrad about going into that like in terms of i think again other people have spoken about like representation it's not like our like diversity in postgrad because i feel like if it's this bad at undergrad what's it going to be like <laughs> in those streets oh my god at postgrad because it's like even you do postgrad it's another socioeconomic ballpark like it's, it's like you have the money yeah. you have to have the money to be a demands you have to have the people fun. have to like you and it's like a different your work will be criticized lifelong work will be criticized Criticized. um it's it's a a skill and the thing is postgrad is not so there's different reasons why people do do postgrad Mm -hmm. right like Mm -hmm. obviously if you do masters or the higher more education you have i guess yeah you're more likely to do a postgrad yeah as in no as in you get better pay i feel like oh okay yeah but then there's other ways like there's another reason why people go into like research like because they actually like the intellectual stuff um but both like it's a big decision. And I feel like the academic environment at postgrad is much more, um, re- like, I, I don't know. I can only speak on how I feel when I, when I feel about, yeah. like, already it's a very, like, you know, it's like you have, like, a big imposter syndrome. Like, you kind of feel like, oh, maybe I'm not supposed to be here. Yes. Imposter syndrome, yeah. I really experienced at university. Like, I experienced it so much in first year. Like you don't belong that The toll it took on my mental health is insane. Like, yeah. I don't even, like, I won't even get into it. But, like, I genuinely, for the entire first year, it wasn't until I had my exams and I got my results did I feel like, you know what, I actually belong here? Like, I'm yeah. actually supposed to be here. And I think it's an experience that I don't think many people that... Okay, obviously, I'm sure everyone experiences imposter syndromes a lot. But when you're a woman, and you're a woman of colour, and you're from a low socioeconomic ba- background, and I'm not saying, again, I always say... And a Muslim. Things, and a Muslim, like, all these things. So reminding me, just in case you're the... And a Muslim, just in case you forgot Do to you know start. that? Did you know you're Muslim? But, like, I'm saying, like, obviously, again, I, these are the things. I don't want to let those terms define me, because at the end of the day, I'm Nuzha. I'm just Nuzha, as it is, isn't it? But, yeah, but, the, I feel like but it these things shape... They shape my experiences, yeah. and it's like... You know what I mean? Like you go to uni and it's like this whole different ballpark, and you constantly feel like I can't go into this space because it's male dominated. I can't go into that space because it's got like it's mainly white. I can't go into this space because it's mainly rich people, and it's like you just don't belong anywhere. And it's like easy to say, oh, but just make space for yourself, make space. I'm like, yeah, making space, but then it's emotionally exhausting when you're yeah, balancing yeah. academic, when you're balancing your studies, you're balancing your home life to then 
have to prove some moral point or like some social political point by taking up space in these spaces it's emotionally exhausting and obviously i want to be that person who be like you know what i made it in this space and stuff but sometimes i just want to sleep and i just want to <laughs> curl up in my room and just watch yeah. shows and like i don't know read something like it's not every day do up social justice warrior do you know what i mean and i feel like yeah. it's important obviously it's so important but it's exhausting emotionally and i feel like that's one thing i wanted to speak about in another episode like how emotionally exhausting it can be because when people are like oh but you should do it because it's it's a moral like it's a big you're part of a bigger movement this mm. action you're taking is part of a bigger movement i'm like yeah but sometimes i'm tired <laughs> like i'm tired does that make yeah, sense everything needs a balance you know yeah and i feel like so you know obviously we're talking as students at ucl mm. I think we've had to deal with like a lot of this, you know, emotionally yeah. exhausting, like yeah. constantly feeling like you're an outsider, constantly have to prove have proving to your prove, intelligence, proving yourself, proving yeah. your intelligence, proving that you actually belong here. Yeah, I feel like I over over like I p- try and participate more. I try to constantly always prove yeah. that I'm supposed to be here, but I don't feel like that kind of. I don't feel that other students have that kind of feeling. And it's just, again, I I, and I can't, I can only imagine, like, obviously, like, UCL, and, and I feel like it's also the case, people assume that because it's Ox, Ox, above UCL, Imperial, and LSE, so it's Oxbridge, right? Yeah. And I feel like with Oxbridge, people, like, kind of take that as, like, oh, it must be so much harder there. But I feel like when you go into Oxford and Cambridge, you already know what you're getting yourself in for to some degree. But when you come into UCL, you kind of think, oh, I'm in London, how how bad can it yeah. be? Like, that's how, thought, that's how I thought, that's how I thought, like, I thought, I'm going to go to London. How bad can it be? It can't be that bad. And I was like, girl... <laughs> Girl, what Girl, is this? What the hell is this? I'm, like, do you mean like you come in thinking it's not gonna be that bad? Like I'm in London, I'm gonna be commuting from home. I'm like, what's the worst that could happen? And it's I like, feel like, wow. We talked a lot about the pros. I mean, the cons. But there are a lot of. There are so many pros, uh, like benefits, benefits, like great you, things. Yeah. Like there are so many amazing people I've met here. Like amazing, amazing people. people, and not just students, but academic staff. Like I've met staff who have done are do, working on some incredible projects, like decolonizing STEM within the STS department. Amazing movement. Like I admire like queer STS. So many different projects that are, like everyone's working on, and I just think like, wow, like you guys are doing bits <laughs> in it. So it's like. There are people at UCL who are doing so much. It's not just, like, it's not just eugenics, and like, <laughs> there's a lot going yeah, on and, here. And, and even even where you know we're talking about eugenics, racism, this, this, that, but there's a re- like this experience of going through it has made has made you us come out stronger, stronger way and, stronger. And it's a good it's a good experience to go to in the sense that you you, you develop your character, you develop your skills and yeah. how to navigate it. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like I'm coming out with a different skill set compared to like people of not the same background who have come in through the same system. Does that make sense? Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm coming out like you know, like someone who's not from the same background as us. Like, yeah, yeah. if they go through it, they're not going to come up with the same skill set that we're speaking of. Okay, it does that make sense? On their background. That's not. It depends on background. It depends on the person. Do you mean? But see what I mean? Like, obviously, okay. Like what I'm saying is, when you go through university, you're not all going to come up with the same skill set because it's oh, going to. No, no, yeah, no, do no, you no, I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. 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 Like you can't say, oh, you're going to go in and then you're going to come up with what we've established because it's not the, again, it's shaped by our own experiences. Yeah. That's why I always kind of like, you know, when people ask me for advice with A level and stuff, I'm like, babe, like your own experience is your own thing. Like you, obviously, like you want to hear comfort in other people's words, but honestly, most like just a thing about adult adulthood as well that I'm learning. These men are just winging it, like they're winging it. Like, and, sure. the, and the thing, the difference between us and like a lot of people is that we're nervous people in that we don't wing it because we don't believe in taking risks. But life's all about taking risks, isn't it? Like, you just have to, like, don't feel like you. Everyone knows what you're they're doing, and you, you don't. Can't always stay no in one knows. Yeah, no one knows what they're doing. Even if they pretend that they know what they're doing, when it comes to a certain level of life, some people really don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And like, you can think you know what you're doing, and then Allah just changes that plan. So, yeah, yeah. I think we're what gonna, we can take out of this yeah. is just. 
obviously we're grateful that we're here you like, know? Don't, please don't kick us out after <laughs> this episode kick us out. but i mean we, we, you know life has its own experiences academia is the same thing you have yeah. your own experiences pros and cons exactly i think that's a great note to leave it off of yeah. yeah so i hope you guys enjoyed that episode hopefully adila will you be gracing us with your presence again maybe in the future um speak on it maybe more. when nose is not here but whatever oh okay we'll, we'll yes. think about that we'll think about it yeah so i whole hope that you guys enjoyed this episode um yeah and i think you found it informative um again if there's anything else you guys want to yeah, hear about when it comes know. to yeah uco experiences because again i feel like i never speak about it and some people want to know i mean it's not that you know if you want to hear about it let's hear about it but if there's anything else you want to talk about higher education in general like academia higher education is something i really enjoy speaking about with you yeah. because we go to the same uni and we also come from like similar backgrounds. similar backgrounds and we've gone through life like we went to the same school for most of our lives same childhood area. yeah yeah so i feel like with you it's really an informal like it's an insightful discussion because it's like talking to bouncing up bouncing off each other but yeah okay anyway let's just wrap it up here we hope if you have any suggestions oh yeah also any suggestions for episodes as per usual email it to the um the spilled milk podcast at hotmail.com make sure to do that and yeah we will see you next time we'll see you bye bye